Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And this week, we're going to be talking about Christmas in the Keys. In the Keys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was a great, great time. We actually, when we left you last week, we were in Palm Beach, a bit further north in Florida, and Matt's family had just left. My family was still with us and we were going to be journeying down to the keys together that was the plan right that was the plan that was the plan dun 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 obviously something's coming as often happens with rv travel some things come up on travel day that don't go as smoothly as they should and as we were preparing to leave for the big drive down to the keys my parents had some issues with their bus and weren't able to join us. So after waiting around, hoping we'd get it fixed and trying to call out help and everything else, they told us to go ahead out because we had a deadline that we had to be there. Right. Um, and they said that they wouldn't be far behind the next day or two. So anyway, it ended up being like three days, but they got <laughs> it fixed. and Eventually. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so we took the drive down to um, the Keys. We actually stayed in Marathon, which is kind of like in the middle of the Keys. So the Keys are little islands that are off the tip of Florida, and there is a highway, the Overseas Highway, that will drive down all the way from the mainland all the way down to the last key, which is Key West. Um, The first key is Key Largo, and then there's, you know, there's a few little keys, but, like, the main ones are, like, Key Largo, and then, what, like, Isla Mirada, and then Marathon, Marathon, and then I think there's a couple other ones. several more. Yeah, you go to Key West. We stayed in Marathon, and that way we could get to a lot of different places, Um, and we found a fabulous um, resort there called Grassy Key, and this was just a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, Of course, the drive down is amazing. You go over the overseas highway, and there's a lot of places where I wanted to see the ocean because it's literally right there. <laughs> right, yeah. There's like 10 feet on either side, and then there's ocean, but yeah, some but, thick, thick vegetation. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's definitely places that you get glimpses, and it's just stunning. Um, a little bit south of Marathon, and we'll talk about that later, but a little bit south of there, you can definitely see more of the overseas highway. Yeah, there's still plenty of bridges you can see it over. Oh, it's but, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and the water is just oh, so blue. It's unreal. <laughs> it really is blue. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, so anyway, the drive down was really enjoyable. We were so excited. This is our first time um, down in the Keys. None of us had been. Um, and so anyway, we got to um, Grassy Key and looked around, you know, the park. We got in our spot. We had a great spot. It's a small park, so we were able to just walk right down to the water. I mean, it was, what, like 100 feet. It was nothing to get yeah. down to the water. And it's, in, it's on the Gulf side, not the Atlantic Ocean side. And where this um, waterway is, it's mainly for boats. It's not really like a swimming beach. And that's kind of the thing going on a lot in the Keys that I don't think I really knew going down is that a lot of the beaches, um, well, there aren't a lot of beaches. Yeah, it's, it's not like huge sprawling beach like on the Gulf side of Mexico right. or on the Gulf side of Florida. But there are a few beaches there and some of them are, you know, pretty nice. And- right, with white sand and you can get in the yeah. water and generally the waves aren't huge and they're and it's not a big wide 
swath of, of sand. But I think Key West has some... They did. The majority of the beaches. They had some bigger beaches yeah. there. And so that's more what you think of, of like, I'm going to the beach. And you're going to go with your chairs and sit out and like swim and hang out for the day. But in the middle keys and upper keys, really, I think, I mean, even though the water's right there and there are places that you can go swimming, there's a lot of pools around. And then also the big draw is to go out on the boat and do snorkeling, which is amazing because the water's so clear and scuba and all that kind of stuff. So there's definitely like tons of water activities. It's just I wasn't prepared for that. And so I'm passing it along to you for when you're planning your trip down to this area that, you know, if you really want to hang out at the beaches, like just do a little bit of research and figure out, you know, exactly where they are around where you are. Yeah. Yeah. So gorgeous. They had a big cabana there at the right at the water that you could go and have like happy hour at sunset. They had um, hibiscus trees everywhere. There were palm trees. There were. Oh my gosh, the dock was pretty. The dock was pretty. They had some games there for you to play. Yeah, you can hang out and play horseshoes or, yeah, beanbags or whatever. And we did take advantage of that. Once my parents came down, it was like a good way to just sort of spend the day and, um, well, part of the day, not the whole day. (laughs) Playing some beanbags with a cocktail in hand. Yeah, why not? You know, it's your own vacation. But anyway, so that first night we got there, we really just did a look around and then we sort of like just jumped in to try to go find a place to have dinner. You know, we really wanted to get some fresh fish. Obviously, like, the world is your oyster down there. Quite literally, you can get any kind of fresh fish that you want. Um, It's amazing. So the first place that we went was a little bit not so great. (laughs) I won't even talk about it because it was not great at all. We ended up leaving... The food scene down there is very different than, you know, what you might be used to. It's, they call it keezy, taking it keezy. It's super casual, which is nice when you're on vacation and you don't want to get all dolled up and go out. But it was like, this place was just not clean. So we just didn't go there. But we ended up at an awesome place called Herbie's. And this is a super cute, like, diner, but it's been, I mean, it's been around for a long time, like, since the 40s, right? Was it the 40s? I think so. I think so. And it's always kind of been known for, like, diner food and, like, just really good, like, go in and get some fried fish or, you know, burgers or whatever. But um, they have been, like, a couple bought the, the restaurant and kind of, like, renewed it so that it's really fresh, kind of a farm-to-table style mixed with classics. So, you know, every night they have specials where they have, like, you know, maybe braised short ribs or whatever. But then they have all these different styles of fish and, you know, all kinds of local things. Fabulous chowder. Like, it was just a great spot. So we went in. It's very small. You can order to go. Um, but we went in and sat at the, right at the counter and had a lovely meal. It was really nice. It was nice. Yeah. And it was certainly a respite after traveling and after the first place we (laughs) tried to go, which was kind of like. Scary city. It was scary city. It was totally scary city. I'm like, I am not trusting the food here. And then the next day we got up and we went over to Sombrero Beach and that was a lovely place. We actually ended up going back there for sunset. It was very pretty. You know, it, again, it's small. Like it yeah. wasn't what I was expecting. It was like, like five feet of sand and then water. Yeah. And then water right there. But it's definitely a place locally that you can go and get in the water and hang out. And, and it's, 
I think that one was gated and it closed at mm-hmm. like six. It or closes right after like sunset. That. I was like, what the heck? But yeah, it was sort of surprising to know that. So if you're gonna be in that area, you know, just double check the times because you know we love to go to the beach at night and walk along under the stars and listen to the waves and everything. And that's not really an option. We didn't actually find any place that that was an option, right? No. In that area, there were probably some, but we didn't. We find didn't them find them at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sombrero is also dog friendly there too. Yeah, I think so. So it was. Yeah, we did see a lot of dogs there, but yeah, it was really neat and pretty calm and that would have been on the Atlantic side but it was still very calm because it's sort of like nestled in um you weren't getting like big big waves yeah it wasn't real windy that day either so well that's true (laughs) and then we had kind of another unfortunate little dinner incident but that's okay we it took us a little while to get in our groove of the local food scene um but anyway it was fine and then the next day we went and got some fresh seafood from a seafood shop called fishtails and cooked that at home and just sort of hung out you know this whole time we're communicating with my parents like where are you? You know, how is this? Maybe today? Yeah. yeah and it, it was really this like limbo time. And, you know, they were upset because they were missing, you know, the time. But really, they were still enjoying the Palm Beach area. They were able to go out and do some exploring on their own. So they did make the best of it. But, you know, it did throw a little bit of a wrench in our in our plans. Yeah, it was not as planned. No. But they did finally get there um, in the midweek. And we were actually headed out that day to Baha'i Honda State Park, which is a great state park there just south of um, of Marathon. And so we had lunch at the Cracked Conch. And of course, they're known for their conch. <laughs> <laughs> their Cracked Conch. Yeah. yeah, their Cracked Conch. And conch fritters and steam conch, conch chowder, all these wonderful things. So we actually were sitting at lunch when they arrived on the island. And yeah. so we grabbed lunch, went and had lunch with them. Yeah, got some to go and met them. Yeah. Figured which, they were hungry. Yeah, they needed after travel day. And plus, it's like, welcome to the island, have some fish. And it was actually really good. This place is very famous for their conch. And then we went down to Baha'i Honda State Park, which is a really interesting state park. There is a fee for entrance, so just FYI. Um, but it's very cool because there are beaches in a couple of different areas. And some are on the um, the Gulf side, which is, you know, a little bit more calm. And some are on the Atlantic Ocean side. And those have a little bit more of the wave thing going on. Yeah, I'd say this day it was a little bit breezy. So most people were on the uh, on the Gulf side. But we did not go yeah, to the Gulf we, side. We, we like the ocean. So we went over there. <laughs> yeah, we did. And it was Only fabulous. The only problem was it was a little rocky. It was a little rocky. So the waves would wack you into a rock. Yeah, it kind of hurt a little bit to walk hurt, on. Yeah. yeah, if you had swim shoes or whatever, which I hate wearing those. I like my feet free. But it would save you from... You know, maybe a few cuts here and there. I mean, we did fine, but yeah. It was more stub toes than anything. Yeah, but it was a nice, um, it was a nice swim and there was just enough, you know, room on the beach to like set up chairs and they had a really nice bathhouse there so you could go and change and then, you know, shower off after you were swimming, which you kind of want to because it is sandy and with the waves and everything, you get a little messy. Yeah, it's the beach. It's always nice to rinse off when you're done. Yeah. So we got some lovely pictures there. If you're not following us on Instagram, you should be. Hop on over to Instagram.com slash Real Food whole health it was just so beautiful we really enjoyed our time there and you know there's different areas to picnic and hang out there is a lot of like sea what is it sea grass that's yeah, on sea the grass, seaweed i don't know it yeah washes up yeah. it does <laughs> yeah and you don't want to disturb it because when you do it smells so if you see and there's flies. And there's flies. So just navigate around that and you'll have a much better beach experience. I was like, oh, let's just move this stuff out of the way. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, so that was a lovely park and I definitely recommend going there. I think it's, is it on the way there that you pass Seven Mile Bridge? Yeah, you will. Yeah. Seven Mile Bridge is right at the end of Marathon. Right. And, and goes over. And that is really beautiful. Like you're going over this, oh my gosh, amazing, amazing blue water. You know, sometimes you can look out and see dolphins or, you know, whatever, jumping and, you know, all the boats are around and you pass these little keys. And sea turtles out there. I know all kinds of stuff going on. It's just so pretty. Um, So that's really fun. And it's a really, you know, sort of engineering marvel. So you want to, you know, really take advantage of seeing that because I can't remember how many miles. um, I think it's like 113 on the overseas highway, 49 different bridges or something crazy like that. That's the biggest one, the seven mile bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And I just can't imagine what it took to build that. And to watch that water rushing and that's really underneath there is where the Gulf is meeting the Atlantic. And it is a massive current. Yeah. The waves just oh pummel my gosh. the bridges. Yeah. yeah. You you don't really want to go swimming there. That is not going to be a happy scene. <laughs> and then after that, we went down to see the key deer right on the other side. And the key deer, these are little deer. They're like miniature deer. <laughs> and um, we didn't think we were actually going to get to see them. We looked and looked and looked. And we finally spotted one. You won't even believe he wasn't even in the key deer area. He was in the CVS parking lot. Yeah, he was. <laughs> And just started hanging out, like doing his little deer thing. And he was completely adorable. So I felt all excited. I got to see a key deer. Yeah, there's some endangered species down there. So in the in the area where they live, you have to drive like real really slow, slow. And watch out for them. But. Which is kind of a bigger area. I mean, it's a few miles. Yeah, it is. And then after that, we went up and met my parents. And they were refreshed from their rest. They felt a lot more settled in. And we went up to Isla Morada to Marker 88. Isla Morada is the one of the big keys that is north of um, Marathon, closer to the mainland. And it's really got a pretty good dining scene going on, I would say, of all the keys. I mean, Key West, of course, is the biggest and the most developed. But Isla Morada, especially for the upper or the middle keys, like... It has the most growth going on in the most restaurants, I think. It does, yeah. It's more bustling. It's got more shops and stuff. Uh, Marathon's got plenty going on. It seemed like the the newer restaurants were coming to Isla Morada. Yeah, and you know, I mean, again, like some people think if you haven't been to that area that I know my mom thought it was going to be like really remote. Like there weren't going to be, you know, like grocery stores and stuff. And I mean, people live there and people live there year round. So there's pretty much anything that you can think of that you would need is kind of in the area. I mean, I think there's like a Home Depot, there's, you know, grocery stores, there's whatever. Yep, it's got whatever you need. Yeah, there's no Whole Foods, but there <laughs> <laughs> but there are some local, you know, um, health food stores. And then, of course, you know, the fresh seafood abounds. There's, you know, um, seafood places everywhere. So that was really cool, not just to go to restaurants, but the markets to, you know, cook yourself. But anyway, I think when we were at Marker 88, that was the first time we had hogfish which is a local fish in that area that is just divine it is a white flaky buttery but like a dense enough it's just it's phenomenal and i'm one of those weird people i kind of like fish that doesn't really taste like fish i don't want like a strong overpowering fishy flavor and this just like totally delivers so we sat outside and you know they had a beautiful dock that we could walk along and hang out they had you know these gorgeous palm trees all around with lights in them and they had because it was around the holidays they had built this Christmas tree out of lobster traps that was really cute and you know made you feel like hey yeah this is the tropical tropical Christmas so it was fun um, and then the next day, we actually ended up, um, Matt and I ended up going to Key West on our own, 
and uh, mom and dad stayed behind to babysit the dogs (laughs) so we could have a little getaway um, because we were going to go down and take a cruise down to the Dry Tortugas the next day. And that's something you leave really early for. So we left the day before to explore Key West and um, just kind of get a feel for it and then get a good night's sleep so we could get up early. Right. So we got down to Key West just about time for lunch. We ended up going to Bagatelle for lunch. It's a big, huge sort of renovated vintage home. It's, you know, really open to the street. It's off Duval Street, which is kind of the party yeah, area. It's that's sort of, the main drag at Key West. Yeah, it's got a real Mardi Gras feel going on. There's all sorts of, you know, bars and shops and restaurants. And, I mean, it really... It can get pretty rowdy, but it's, you know, it's fun. There's lots going on and lots to see and pretty much, you know, anything you could want. If you want to go get souvenirs, you want to do shopping, you want to go eat, you want to go have a drink, you want to just sit out on a patio, like you can do it along Duval Street. Um, And so we did a little bit of all of that. You know, we really just kind of saw what was going on and wanted to get a feel for the area. Um, After lunch, we did some driving around and we went to the southernmost point, which is the, you know, the southernmost point. It's a big buoy marker. Um, I will tell you, there's almost always quite a line to take photos. (laughs) Um, But if you are just driving by, I mean, obviously you can see it and take a photo. It's just like... To do a staged photo. Yeah, if you want to get out and, like, hug the marker or whatever a lot of people were doing, then you got to wait, like, ten minutes or something. No, it was, like, an hour. Was it? My gosh, that line was around the block. It was crazy. I thought, well, I don't want a picture of it that bad. So that was really neat. We went to Mile Marker Zero, saw all kinds of iguanas everywhere. Most of them were orange, which was really interesting. I was expecting, you know, lime green. We saw a few that were lime green, but a lot of them were orange and black. Um, And then we went down to the beach at Fort Zachary Taylor State Park. And this is a great beach to go to. It's really pretty. More like a traditional beach. Yeah, it's pretty popular. But yeah, this this beach seemed to be the biggest one that we saw while we were there. Yeah. And I think there's also a fee to get in there, right? Just so people are aware. Yeah. And really, Fort Zachary Taylor, this is where you'll probably or you have probably seen the pictures of the big directional sign that has like the mileage to all the other cities. You know, it's like San Francisco, this many miles or, you know, New York, this many miles. So that was, that's like really cute, you know, to go see and take a picture with. And, um, it's right there on the beach. And so, you know, if you're looking for that, cause I definitely wanted to get that shot. I had to do a lot of research to find out where that was. And it's at Fort Zachary Taylor, um, state park on the beach. So you park in the parking lot and then actually walk towards the beach and they've got like bathrooms and, sort of like a little cafe there and it's right up up there and then you can go out to the beach and then uh, we went over to Mallory Square they do a huge sunset party every night in Mallory Square there's all sorts of little kiosks and shops and boutiques and everything yeah. in there yeah if you're in Key West then it's about that time you gotta head over there you just, yeah it's, it's, it's part of the experience of the Keys right it's a lot of fun and you know people are just having a great time and celebrating the sunset um, and all around Mallory Square, we were parked over um, along one of the streets there, and there were these mangrove trees that it was like this little mini grove, and it was bigger, like they shared a root system, and it was bigger than a house, which was just amazing. Yeah, they were just huge. Oh, my gosh. You know, and you're just driving along and seeing this. It's so cool. And then we went by the Hemingway House, the Ernest Hemingway House. That was really neat. Um, that's something that you can go, you know, do a tour and everything. You can also just, like you know, drive by and, and get a feel for it. Yeah. Yeah, Cause the line was, you know, pretty long to get into there as well. We 
had to do a few little errands. We went to the scuba shop and got a few things for our next day to go out to the dry tortugas. I wanted to make sure I had an underwater iPhone case so I could take some photos while we were snorkeling. Yeah, and that came up huge. It did come up huge. And uh, that thing was really cool. And then we went to dinner at Rustica, which is a wood-fired local pizza place. And actually, it was really funny because we kind of had a family-friend connection to this place but had no idea. We found out the next day or maybe two days later, but we had no idea that that was going on and ended up just eating dinner there. It was fabulous. It was very good. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Big salads, wood-fired pizza with local ingredients. So everything made from scratch, and um, it was delicious. And then the next morning, we got up super early um, to go down to the docks to meet our cruise ship for the Dry Tortugas. The cruise, I think, was like two, two and a half hours. It was a ways. Out to the, out to the park, yeah. You, there's only like one... You could take your own boat out there, but... Uh, that, we were sadly without a boat. Yeah, that seems a little daunting. <laughs> but uh, this, yeah, this it's one, quite a journey. This one's high speed, and they know where they're going, so... That That's works. I will tell you, you know, they they do offer food. You know, they include breakfast and lunch on the cruise, but you'll want to take your own if you're a real <laughs> foodie because it really is like processed food and yeah, cold cuts. There and was just... nothing that we could eat. I thought for sure we would be able to make do with something, but there wasn't anything. Yeah, so everybody eating cereal and sucking down OJ. Up. It wasn't our scene at all. Um, I think there were donuts and other yeah. things, and it was just like. No, no, no. Um, I think we had a little bit of fruit. That was it. Yeah, I think I did get some fruit. But it was, you know, luckily we had planned ahead knowing that that might be the case. And we um, packed a little cooler, which is fine. You can bring a cooler, a bag or whatever. Um, You definitely want to bring a a good amount of water um, because, you know, once you get to the dry tortugas, like, I mean, that's it. Like it's there's no shops or anything. It's like a fort that you can explore. And then there's you know, snorkeling and scuba and whatever you arrange there. And I think you can camp, you can arrange to camp there, but that's all got to be, yeah, done in advance. Yeah, it has to be prearranged. I can't imagine what it's like to camp out there. I bet it's really cool. There's just nothing around. I mean, nothing. The stars would be incredible. Really awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're really out there in the middle of an island. Um, So anyway, it's very interesting. It's a very teeny small island and it has lots of little outliers and but bring a book and you know the the cruise over there isn't amazingly interesting you're not pass you're in open ocean yeah you're not really passing anything yeah you might get lucky and see some some sea critters out there but we didn't manage to while we were there no and it's early and so you want to read and just sort of hang out or like bring cards or have something somebody really interesting to talk to and (laughs) we were both like pretty tired so we weren't that interesting so anyway but once we got out there it was just amazing and the snorkeling was so much fun i mean even though i almost drowned it was (laughs) (laughs) yeah sammy's not an experienced snorkeler so (laughs) It took quite a while for her to uh, get her bearings. Uh, yeah, and to try to do that and to, um, which it doesn't seem like it's hard, but like with fins strapped to you and then breathing through the snorkel and I kept having to clear my mask and... Yeah, it, I admit, when you the first time you're breathing through a snorkel, it can be a little well, scary. Well, it wasn't but... the first time I'd breathe through a snorkel. I mean, I grew up in well, a swimming pool. you haven't in a while. Yeah. I hadn't in a while and really, you know, I hadn't probably done it anywhere where I'm also trying to battle the current and not hit any of the you know you don't want to hit the coral or anything so i was really paranoid i was going to hit coral and then i'm trying to take pictures of my phone 
Although frequently you start flailing and grab a hold of me and then I'm flailing. <laughs> yeah, I almost drowned like a million times. It was hysterical. Um, and Matt kept going, do you want to stop? Do you want I'm like, no, no, I want to see the fish. And I got really nervous that, you know, I was going to see like a shark. And I started getting really nervous about what was around. And yeah, it was just really funny. But no sharks, just one uh, big old stingray. That huge we stingray. Oh my gosh, that thing was amazing and you know i mean they're dangerous like they can kill you and so we gave it some distance some pretty good distance matt wanted to chase after it and like check it out and i'm like like, give me the camera i'm heading for it no we're not gonna do that um the camera strap or the camera case has a strap for your wrist which if you're going to get one i highly highly recommend (laughs) especially Especially if you're gonna gonna be flailing around yeah yeah i flailed i flailed a lot That was the fun of it. I I have never been so sore, though. The next day, my God, my flailers were... The flailing muscles. Yeah, they were in pain. Um, And we did get a little sun, but, you know, a little lavender oil and uh, and coconut oil cleared that right up. But it, you know, really helped it not turn into a peeling burn. But it was beautiful. It was. So fun. The water was so warm. We saw the coolest fish. And that was just really a blast. And I'm, like, actually sort of proud of us that we did it. Now... One thing they told us on the way over there was that there is an alligator that lives. Okay, this is another reason I was freaked out, by the way. In addition to shark, which can totally be there, there is an alligator that lives there. So I'm thinking, this is way too many critters that I have to watch out for while I'm trying to enjoy the fish. There's one little alligator and he doesn't hurt anybody. One little alligator. Yeah, well, you won't think he's so little when he bites you. Anyway, I was looking for that thing like a hawk, you know? So I'm flailing around, trying to breathe, swallowing water, afraid I'm going to get eaten by an alligator or a shark. But it was really a fun experience. And, you know, certainly made for good memories and lots of laughing and whatever. And lots of swallowing seawater. And lots of swallowing seawater. I'm sure I got lots of good minerals. But anyway, what's cool about the cruise is that, you know, they have on the back of the boat, they have... Um, warm water showers, which is lovely. So once you get done, because you will be standing, you are going to hike a little bit of the way from where you're snorkeling to the boat. You can shower off. And I definitely, I mean, of course you want to bring a change of clothes so that you are not going to be in that for three hours on the way home. Yeah. Yeah, You don't want to do that. Um, So anyway, and then we met a great couple on the way back, which made the time just sail by and uh, got some great ideas for other places to check out and different places to check out other, you know, in other locations in Florida. So that was really a lot of fun. So uh, we got back to Key West that night and ended up actually going back to Marathon. Yeah, we planned to stay the night, but we were ready to get back to the dogs and sleep in our own bed and just it hang was, out. It was a long day. We were ready for a good rest. We were. And, you know, we got back a little earlier than we thought. And we were like, okay, we're going to go. It was only like an hour to get back to Marathon. And we thought, yeah. well, we're going to do that and go go home. But it's funny because we ended up going right back to Key West the next day with my parents. <laughs> it wasn't planned. No, it just happened. but that's what they wanted to do. And guess where they were going? To Rustica. Um, for lunch, because again, like I said, we have this family friend connection that we didn't know about. Um, we had just heard good things about Rustica and, you know, that looked like their ingredients were really solid and everything. So that's why we had gone. Um, and then they had, you know, made a special trip just to go to Rustica. So we got down there and, you know, we're able to visit with a friend and, you know, it was just phenomenal. Got this huge antipasto platter 
That thing was glorious. Oh my gosh. It was just enormous so and nice. so good. Everybody enjoyed it. Everything and, on it. Yeah. And then we did a little tour around and showed my parents all the things that we had seen, you know, the southernmost um, marker and Duval Street. And we went and hung out at the rum bar on Duval and just watched the people go by and had With rum drinks on the... Dark and stormy in hand. Oh, man. Rum drinks on the patio. Like, really good local stuff. Um, and then my mom wanted to go and get some key lime pie because, like, you have to. So we went to the key lime pie company and just got... Actually, she ended up getting one on the like stick a, or something. chocolate covered or something? It was I something crazy like that. Whatever. I had a bite of it. <laughs> um, but it was really fun to be... I mean, Key West is just so its own thing. It is. There's roosters and chickens <laughs> just roosters everywhere. It is so funny. Like, I kept feeling like I was in Cuba or something. I'm like, <laughs> there's just roosters everywhere. It just lacked all the vintage cars. But really a fun spot and lots to see. And so then on the way back up to Marathon, we just went down for the day. And then on the way back up to Marathon, we stopped in at Geiger Key Marina. Um, it's not actually, I mean, I guess maybe it is a marina, but it's a bar and a restaurant. And I think they have rooms there. We did like drink and a snack and watch sunset right there. That's It's nestled on the water. Um, it's sort of like tucked back. I don't, if somebody hadn't told us about it, I don't think we would have found it on <laughs> our right, own. Yeah. yeah. And it had mangrove trees everywhere, you know, right off the docks. And then we were watching the fish jump around and then the sunset happened right behind the bar. So it was really fun. And then we ended up going over to Square Grouper, which is a fun, like farm to table place in the area. And we did kind of a, a dinner. It was a light dinner because we'd done happy hour um before but it was really fun because they have a bar upstairs they have like the restaurant downstairs and then a bar upstairs that also has food it has a totally different menu but like a more casual menu a lighter menu yeah and they have games and all kinds of fun things i mean they had like a shuffleboard shuffleboard, which we played yeah that was fun they had darts they had i don't know just other stuff but it was really nice to just sort of hang out we got some fondue with some veggie dippers and you know a great drink and just sort of like hung out and played shuffleboard, which was really fun for all of us. And then the next day we took it easy. There had been a lot of traveling around. So we hung out at the resort. We did a lot of swimming. The pool there was just beautiful, totally surrounded by palm trees and just the right size and just sort of hung out and cooked seafood and did our thing. And then the next day we went to breakfast at Leanne's Coffee House. This is a local place um, in Marathon. It's also a wine and cheese shop, but they do breakfast and they do coffee. It was delicious. It was a really good breakfast. It was. It was very good. Yeah. And they do local eggs, or not local eggs, but pasture-raised eggs. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And um, probably for some of those chickens running around in Key West. (laughs) (laughs) People are chasing them around. And then my mom and I went shopping next door. It's actually literally next door to the coffee house. It's called DK's Beach Boutique. And that was like such a fun thing. We got some adorable earrings. I got a wrap and a scarf. I found some cute gifts, you know, for different people. And then um, we went over to Casa Casa Interiors, which is another cute shop. There's really some great places. And we were on the hunt for some ornaments for our tree. We had decided to do like a little sago palm and she had another little mini palm to do like sea star ornaments and, you know, different things. She decorated with hibiscus and then we had little lights and everything. Yeah, there was a hibiscus uh, shrub right outside of the... We were in, in between our spots at the yeah. RV park, so she would pluck a flower every day. Every day. Put it on her tree. And it was, I mean, it felt so decadent, you know, like a fresh hibiscus flower every day that she could put on the tree. So that was, like, really fun. And then we went by um, Curry Hammock State Park. They have a beach, too, and it was a pretty beach. And 
and there was actually a lot of kite surfing going on. Yeah, it was a good breeze that day. So oh, it was man. a good day for it. And there was there was about 10 of them out yeah, there. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was so fun to watch. And it's a great area for that to happen. And yeah, they were having a lot of... And then we went to the Keys Fishery, which ended up being a great seafood market. And they, they do happy hour upstairs, like in a wooden bar, um, where they do fresh steamed seafood and whatever. And you can watch the sunset. But they have a great market, too. Yeah, they got, you can order some, some cooked food there, or you can, you know, go ahead and Do get, the steam, yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and get just the, the fresh fish, the raw fish, take it home and cook it. Yeah, and that was great. We ended up doing that later in the week for... Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah, we did a fish fry. So anyway, and then after that, we went over to um, the Faro Blanca Resort and Yacht Club for dinner on the deck. Um, we went to the Lighthouse Grill, which is a great little spot. Again, it's out on the deck, so you're looking over the Faro Blanco Lighthouse, and, you know, the sunset's happening. Happening and it was just really pretty. It was. It was yeah. a nice spot, for, especially for watching the sunset. Oh, there. man. So nice. So we started it sort of at the Keys Fishery and then ended up at... Right. Yeah. And so that was really lovely. And the next day, Matt and I went out to lunch. We went to La Mediterranean for lunch. And that was um, just a nice change up from some of the seafood. We did a Greek salad with some gyro meat and it was good. Yeah, I think we got some hummus too. Yeah, yeah. It was just a nice change. You know, I felt like we were... I mean, I wanted to take advantage of the seafood as often as possible, but I was a little fished out. <laughs> by that point um and then that night we decided to go out to a nice dinner um just matt and i we were gonna go to hawks k you know normally i would say that hawks key but they actually say it hawks k yeah that's a big resort out there huge just, resort just in isla Morada. yeah and it just did not work out i was so disappointed the the place is beautiful and it's enormous and you know we um, left our car with the valet and went in and just they lost our reservation yeah, we had reservations but then they didn't have anything available in the dining room it was just out we by were the supposed bar. to sit in the bar and it was, was very loud it was and, very crowded yeah. and the the we were only going to be able to do the bar menu and they weren't going to accommodate us anyway we ended up leaving it was just unfortunate because we really wanted to check that place out yeah, it looked pr really pretty it was nice to walk around and see that but uh yeah the service there just was no good no and nobody cared that they lost our reservation so Anyway, it actually was pretty fortuitous because we ended up in Isla Mirada at Chef Michael's restaurant. And let me tell you what, that was dreamy. It was. It was amazing. Yeah, he gets local fish in every oh. day and inspects it apparently, you know. He yeah, very the choosy. It was phenomenal. It was so good. It was yeah, just He knows delicious. his way around hogfish. That thing was really oh, good. Oh, God. Amazing. So you pick your fish and then you pick your preparation. And so um, I don't remember exactly what all was in my topping, but it was, you know, like crab meat and shrimp and scallop and in a sauce with vegetables and over the fish and yeah just, oh. i got some kind of cajun one cajun with spice. Uh, i don't know if it was gumbo or something like that mm. a little bit of, of that on there something it, it was, was amazing everything was, was so good the service was incredible everybody was very nice the place is very small but you had a little tear there because they had a burrata appetizer that they ran <laughs> out of so we didn't get to have that yeah i was hoping to get that but it it worked out fine because i think after that fish i would have been way too full and it <laughs> allowed us to get dessert um we are not usually dessert people but these folks had a creme brulee cheesecake that's right creme brulee and cheesecake together and so we got a piece to share and ended up taking some of it back to share with my mom because i knew she would just go nuts over that so 
Yeah, so it's like we got a lot of mileage out of the cheesecake. It's a nice vanilla-y cheesecake kind of a thing, but then on the top of it, it's it's crystallized like the top of a like the top of a creme brulee. So you crack, crack, crack through, and then it's cheesecake instead of just custard. Yeah, it was amazing. It was definitely worth having dessert that night to be able to take advantage of that. So if you were anywhere near. Isla Mirada, definitely go to Chef Michael's. We're actually sort of sad we didn't get to go back. Um, it was definitely on our list. And when we go back to the Keys, we will be there several times because it was amazing. Really, the next day, my parents, we kind of all split up. They went and did Key West again. They had a few more places they wanted to check out. We ended up going to Island Fish Company there in Marathon and sat on the deck. It was a lovely sunny day. You know, I really felt like we got our vitamin D while we were down there because, <laughs> sure did. oh man, we were out in the sun all the time, um, you know, but protected and smart, but, you know, really getting a good amount. And we had some oysters there, some chowder, some blackened fish. They served it with a broccoli. It was just so good. It was. It was yeah, all good simple. And fresh and, yep. Yeah, really fresh. Um, and then we went over to Sunset Grill just to do happy hour. We didn't eat there. Um, it's not really a place we wanted to eat, but it is kind of like a neat spot. They have. Yeah, it's well known for their sunsets. It's right there. Yeah. Right by the Seven, seven Mile, Mile Bridge. Mm-hmm. And it just over, you know, overlooks the west side. So it was gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. And then we ended up going back to Square Grouper. And this time we weren't up in the bar area. We were down in the um, restaurant area and had a phenomenal dinner there. That was amazing. So yeah. good. Another one for our list that we will be going back. And like I said, it took us a little while to get in the restaurant groove here and find the right places and whatever. So we're giving you some of our best tips of our favorite spots. So hopefully we'll <laughs> see you and and you can keep them in business until we can get down there again because so, so good and very busy. If you're going to go to Square yes. Group or make reservations well in advance. People know about that one. Yeah, we made reservations several hours in advance and still had to sit pretty much at the bar. Right. Yeah, Um. if, if we didn't want to wait an hour and a half. So anyway, just a great, great spot. And then um, the next day was actually Christmas Eve, and we ended up getting a boat and going out on uh, on the water for Christmas Eve. That was really fun. It was. It was an amazing way to spend it. Yeah, and what was really funny is when we first showed up, there was kind of like a little boat mishap. We ended up getting on the, the wrong boat. or Well, it was the boat we reserved, I guess, but it had a problem. It did it was, have a problem. It was kind of older and eh. But I don't then... know what was going on with that. But anyway, we ended up in a better boat. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, that one had problems, and he put us on there on their nicer boat, and that thing was a dream. It was a dream, and it, you know, you guys just had fun. I don't know, Matt and my dad drove it, and we just soaked up the rays and bounced around. And <laughs> yeah, I'm not an experienced uh, boater, boater, not but, quite uh, yet. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's, it's a little hair raising out there because well, it's of so the, shallow. Yeah, because of the changes in in the sea elevation. All of a sudden, you're in ten foot, twelve foot water, and then boom, it goes down to two at the drop of a hat. Yeah, really fast, and, and so, so you really have to pay attention. You just have to watch the GPS the whole time, and and one time we we uh, we weren't paying a whole lot of attention. All of a sudden, it was like, uh oh, quick, shut off the engine. It was like a foot, and you know we could see the sand coming up, and we thought, uh oh, we better, you know, and and the boat was fine, of course, but yeah. we had to be paying attention, yeah, or it wouldn't just, have been. We just raised it up and uh, turned it on extremely low idle and waited for the current to kind of push us out. Yeah, of we kind of wondered if we were gonna have to pull out the oars or something. <laughs> In this big pontoon boat and get out of the way. But it was great. And, you know, it was a fun way to spend the day. We ended up having like a little picnic aboard, you know, in the middle of the ocean. We went over by Isla Marata and just sort of hung out. I kind of thought we'd be able to like cover a lot of ground, but it's amazing like how long it takes in navigating around all those sandbars and... 
Yeah, it's it, it was a lot more difficult than I thought. I thought we'd like zip right in mm-hmm. Isla Morada and dock, but it was... Because driving, it's not far. But yeah. on the water, it actually was going to be, I mean, hours. It's, it's further, and you have to deviate around all kinds mm-hmm. of, you know, the, the low elevation and all that, so... That's the real big thing. But, you know, um, we got to go in, we got to boat right into our RV resort um, to just take a break, let the dogs out go to the bathroom, you know, rehydrate on, you know, refill all our waters and then, uh, and then head back out. So that was really fun. That was another, you know, benefit of that grassy key resort, um, was to be able to do that. And then that night we just decided we were going to take it real casual. We had gone to, um, the keys fishery and gotten all of our fresh seafood. We had shrimp and hogfish and mahi mahi and which they call dolphin down there. So don't be put off by that. <laughs> First time we saw that, we were like, surely that can't be I'm dolphin. like, well, that's obviously not the mammal. So, yeah, no, it's mahi, um, which is an amazing fish, too. And then we just did, like, potatoes and onions and whatever. And, you know, we had brought some of our lard down there. We have lard left from the farm because we got so much lard from yes, our pigs. Did. And did a fabulous fish fry. Yeah, a little tempura, a little uh, rice flour and sparkling water. That's it. Yep. It's so easy. Rice flour and sparkling water and you just... Yeah, and I always put like a lot of seasoning in. I do like Old Bay or like a similar Old Bay. It's not yeah. actually Old Bay. Very good. And then, yeah, just coat everything in that and throw it right in. And we just had a blast. We just sat around, you know, had a fire, did the the fish fry and just hung out. Um, the next day was Christmas and I got up early and made some special things that are, you know, important to our family. The sand tart cookies, the, there's a recipe on our our website and I will put that in the show notes. Remember that we put all the links to everything we're talking about on the show notes at realfoodwholehealth.com. If you go under podcast and under episodes, you just click on this episode and you'll find all the links to everything we talk about. So I made our sand tart cookies. I made some sausage balls and we had that for breakfast and just sort of had a, like an easy day. Yeah, the sausage balls were lovely. And then oh, we, they're so good. Somebody found a bottle of salsa from one of the places in Key West. Oh yeah, and Hog's we, Breath yeah, Saloon. Yeah, we poured that on there and it was amazing. It was really good. They have like a tomatillo or a green um almost like tabasco but it's green so it's tomatillos and it was just phenomenal on there um and then for dinner like we made dinner at home we did um hogfish and i did some like a sauce with scallops and shrimp and served that with a parmesan risotto which my parents requested they loved that and then we did some fresh asparagus and yeah that was an amazing dinner. it was really good and we actually had quite a bit of leftovers and ended up making it into a chowder the next day. Yeah. Why and the, not? And that yeah. Sure turned out well. That too. worked out really good. Just add a bunch of bone broth and you're good to go. So that was delicious. I mean, I threw the, the um, risotto in there and everything and it was very good. Um, and then the next day my parents left, they needed to get back to Texas. And so then we hung out and we ended up going to Herbie's one last time for a little <laughs> fish and chips. That's right. And then we headed off to Naples. So that's where we'll pick up next week is in Naples, Florida. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. And please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.